You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> And you said, hey, I'm not a Chiefs fan anymore. I'm no. back with the Bears no, 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 because no. Justin Fields has it figured out. No idea. Irrelevant. Ayahuasca. What's up, man? It's Chris Old Man, former Wisconsin Badger, man. We out here. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, Piers, Jim Rutledge. Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Strofe and Orr for the next two days. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the former Badger linebacker Chris Orr. Primetime Wolersheim running the show with us from the Everlight Solar Studio. Do you believe? Do you believe? In lasagna soup? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, what? What just happened? Nah. I asked Strofe if he's ever had lasagna soup. And he said, it's lasagna in soup form. <laughs> and I said, bro, that doesn't sound appetizing Why at is all. it not sound appetizing? It's lasagna in soup form. <laughs> it is. It's, it's lasa- a burger do you in like, soup form. Do you like that lasagna? sound good? Have you had cheeseburger soup before? No way. That's what? a real thing. So hold on. A couple hey, things. That's not a real thing. Number one, hey, we should know. That's not real. Yes, it is. That's not real. Cheeseburger soup? That's not real. All right. Time out. That's not real. So we should acknowledge a couple things. Number one, primetime Wollersheim. Very embarrassed. He is the one guy that like eats soup throughout the summer. <laughs> okay, it's not. This, oh, you're a soup it, it lover. I you're love like my chicken noodle soup. I like my mother in law. So like in she July when it was 97 degrees outside, Wollersheim would come in and make a soup. <sighs> All right, it was still 63 degrees here in the office. It didn't change how cold <laughs> I felt while working. <laughs> so he's a huge soup guy. Uh, lasagna soup, delicious. I made it last year for the first time. We had some leftover lasagna. We put it into a soup. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, that doesn't sound appetizing. So, do you like baked potatoes? Yeah, I like baked potatoes. You, you, you said earlier you like loaded potatoes, right? Yeah. How about a loaded potato soup? I don't, I don't know about that. Delicious. It's one of my favorites. I don't know about that. Um, I'm not a big soup guy, though. So, your wife is making lasagna soup tonight. Yeah, lasagna soup. So, you're going to have to report back tomorrow when you're on the show. Yeah, I'll let you know how it is. I, I bet it's going to be great. I don't know. I just, it's not about the taste. It's about the texture. And a little bit about the taste, I guess. Does, does your wife make a lot of soup? I wouldn't say a lot. But, yeah, she makes soup. She likes soup. You don't? All right, I'm not a big soup fan. Not Philly enough? Mm-mm. Okay. If I need to warm up, I'll just warm up like some broth and sip on it. What, what if, if, what, no, go ahead. What if you rip up uh, tiny pieces of turkey and throw it in your soup each day? That's, Is that what you do? Yeah. That's what you do? You never, in, your, in your chicken noodle, you add turkey? Yes, it tastes delicious. That's a, that's why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you get chicken? That's some serial killer vibe. <laughs> okay, we, we don't need that's to. We do not need to return to that today, Chris. Um, that, that's that's weird. That's, that, no, that's weird, Ryan. No, yeah. no, no. It's because I'm trying to add extra protein. Soup? I'm trying to add some more sustenance to my soup. Add I, chicken. I, it's chicken noodle I don't, soup. I don't, I don't just have chicken lying around. I mean, it's my, a bird, but you have turkey. I have turkey sticks. They both birds. Exactly. Yeah, they're same family. Get in there, get you a bird, man. No matter if it's chicken or turkey. Yeah. Get you a bird. They're both like semi birds. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so speaking of serial killers. Okay. 
When you hear the word manifesto, is that where your head Serial goes? Killer. Yeah, me too. Immediately. Me too. Serial killer. And Serial killer. the issue here We're with about Connor to find Stallions. Out what you did to those bodies. Connor Stallions, <laughs> the uh, face of the Michigan alleged sign stealing mm. uh, thing that's going on out at the University of Michigan, self proclaimed. Mm. 550-plus page manifesto mm. of how he will eventually become the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. Hey, I think he think he living in a movie. I, I think... <laughs> that's what I think. I think what he thought... That? that was a Stalin. That was Connor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not Connor. So, I think he thought like he was going to instill these signs, give it to Coach, and Coach was going to use him Quickly in the climb the ladder. Quickly climb the but ladder. The thing is, like, this guy has to have so much wrong with his head because yeah. the... the, the, the Goal of his always was to be eventually become the head coach of Michigan. Mm-hmm. And rather than go to school at the University of Michigan, for, by the way, he was accepted as a student. Mm. So he cleansed. He enrolled in the Naval Academy because he thought, if you look at coaching trees and the trajectory of how people end you up thought in Michigan. Take you, bro. He thought that was gonna, he was going to have a better chance of climbing the ladder by going to the Naval Academy. Then you'd have had a you'd had a much better chance. You had a much better chance going to Michigan. You had a much better chance going to any school. I'll tell people this: if you know you want to be a coach, first of all, you need to start like volunteering. If your kids want to, I guess I don't know. Depends on how old you are. If you're listening, <laughs> start volunteering at your high school when you're a student. You know, tell your tell your coaches like I don't want to play football, but you know I want to I want to coach. I want to follow this path. You build these relationships through coaching. It's just like marketing with anything else. Yeah. You find a coach. You find a coach at a university that you get admitted to, and you tell them I want to be a student assistant. And it's just like a GA, except you're a student. You're going to student assist, and you're going to GA for a couple of years. Then you'll be on your way coaching. This is bananas to me. So an yeah. article in Sports Illustrated yesterday says. Uh, uh, an article awarding him Coach of the Month honors from an organization called Soldiers the Sidelines. Stallions right. chose the yes, it is. <laughs> says Stallions <laughs> chose the Naval Academy because famous coaches from Bo Schembechler, Bill Belichick, had either served in the military or had strong connections to the academy. Even that famous coaches. This is why I want to go to the Naval Academy because I want to be one of these famous coaches. What a weirdo, man! That's a that's a handful. Now, let me tell you about the rest of the coaches, what they did. <laughs> they did the grind that you're trying to run away from. <laughs> well, and then you, you go to, like, he's, he's on ticket apps, buying 20 tickets at a time to big games yeah. under his name. He has a Venmo account where his transactions are public. He's paying former teammates at Navy to go to a Georgia game, right, mm. with the caption, G.A., Hmm. He's not hiding it very well. Hmm. It's illegal. It probably shouldn't be, but it's illegal mm-hmm. in, in, in terms of the NCAA rules. Mm-hmm. The guy is just wild. Mm-hmm. It is the wildest story I ever That's remember wild. reading. That's wild. Do you think those uh, former teammates of his got lost on their way to the TCU game last year? <laughs> <laughs> when they got housed. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh you, yeah. want, you want to know one of the crazier things in this manifesto yes. of his, by the way? Yes. So oh apparently gosh. while he was at Navy, part of the manifesto he created was uh, essentially a theory of like what kind of players to recruit. Like, It's the entire theory of how he's going to guide Michigan's program once he becomes the head coach of Michigan. And so what he did is that uh, in some text messages obtained by the, uh, the, the author of that Sports Illustrated article that you brought up, 
Uh, he obtained a decade's worth of high school national standardized test scores and GPAs for about 500 Navy football players. Oh my goodness. Data that he should not have been allowed to possess and claimed that he simply dropped Navy's head coach's name at like the data library center. Really? Campus. And he's using all of that to like his his philosophy was that players with higher GPAs but lower test scores performed better as football players because they worked harder, essentially. Oh, my goodness. Whereas, like, goodness. test scores didn't matter. It's just about how much effort you put in, and that was all part of his theory of how he would recruit players. I'll tell you this right now, brother. There's some guys out there that don't go to class, and they are way better football players <laughs> than you're probably thinking. And two, if you're using the Navy football program as your measuring stick for how you're going <laughs> to recruit football players – to the Michigan football program, you would have been. You're looking would, in the wrong place. They will never place. hire you. They're looking in the wrong <laughs> They'll place. They'll never yeah. hire you. It's the reason they he was a volunteer. Never hire he, you. He, re- he referred to the document as a movement more than a plan, dubbing it the Michigan Manifesto. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> a movement, the Michigan Manifesto. Uh, by the way, for those of you curious, this is, this is the great work Ryan Wollersheim puts in when he gets us ready for the show. Noun, plural, manifestos. A public declaration of intentions, opinions, objectives, or motives. Is it one issued by a government, sovereign, or organization? Because I just wanted to illustrate how insane of a word it is to, to dump yeah, it I've, yourself. I've, I've never heard a positive manifesto once again. No. He's I said insane. that earlier. He's I, insane. I, I mean, you legitimately think of, of the worst people ever when it comes to the word he, manifesto. He's insane. This guy's insane, bro. Well, I got bad news for He's a volunteer? I got bad news for him. He was a volunteer starting in 2017. He officially became part of Michigan's coaching staff last season. He volunteered for five years? I believe he had a football budget of 15,000. I read that somewhere, too. Uh, That I'm not sure. As a volunteer? Uh, Not not a salary. I believe the budget um, for, like, the sign-stealing stuff. So it's a little bit deeper. Like, there is Michigan ties to it. 844-770-3776. Your way into Rutledge and Hamilton. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the former Badger linebacker. USFL. Were you actually the runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year, or do I just say that? Uh, they don't release that. You were a finalist, though. You were one of four. Uh, yeah, one of, yeah, I guess. But there's no, like, true, like, all right, we've knocked off, like, the quarterfinalists, like now, come vote <laughs> for the semi. Like it's not like that. It's just like, hey, this guy was defense player. Here. No, okay. If we, if it was like something big and crazy, yeah, I probably would have been like sitting there. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. We stick in Madison. Rob in Madison. What's up, Robbie? How are you? Oh, I'm doing well, guys. Yourself? Hanging Hello, in there. What you got, Rob? Oh, plenty. So, number one, with the Navy, I'm assuming all those older coaches that went there were doing it for, because you get to go on with continued education after the Navy, right? They just happen to be able to get into the sports theme, too. So, join the Navy, you can go to Michigan or wherever afterwards, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Dean Krzyzewski and whoever else in, in the past, like, didn't uh, David Robinson even go to the Navy before? But he was amazing, too. I have no idea. I don't either. <laughs> so, <laughs> more on the Michigan coach. What a moron yep. with mm-hmm. having a paper trail everywhere he went with those sales. Mm-hmm. Like, the dumb bastard couldn't go to Walgreens and get a gift card to pay for those tickets? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For Ridiculous. sure. 
for sure. That 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 was ridiculous. It's nuts. It's all yeah, nuts. That's I mean, the guy is nuts. Everything uh, about this situation is nuts. Uh, Robin Madison also nuts, but a good nuts. <laughs> so we appreciate him chiming in as always. So you said that they had a budget for it. Uh, I read that somewhere. I might be wrong on that. I mean, me I, I bet it's brand, more so but. just like uh, every coach or everybody on like staff. Really, you have a budget. You have like a travel budget. As long as it's related to like the program. Yeah. So like if you're traveling for recruiting so or I, I guess whatever. What I'm trying to understand is, is it even legal to send, like if, if you had a GA mm-hmm. um, and you sent him, you know, let's say you play, you know, in, in this week's case, it's Ohio State. So last mm-hmm. week the Badgers are at, uh, at Illinois mm-hmm. and this week they play Ohio State. Are you, is it legal to send a GA that mm-hmm. Saturday prior to the Penn State-Ohio State game? I, I think it's legal for them to go to the game. Like honestly, I think it's legal for them to go to the game. I think the Ill- illegal part is was recording. Recording, okay. Yeah. It's the yeah. recording that's illegal. Yeah. It's just like, uh, um, man. Speaking of Navy guy, Bill Belichick, when they got in trouble for recording, what was it? The Jets practices? I think it was Bengals. 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 Yeah, somebody. Yeah, that sounds right. Got in trouble for recording somebody's practices, like. I don't think they would be in trouble if they just went to practice and like took notes because it'd be like, ah, oh, you had an open practice, bro. Right. You had an open practice. But you recording it, you can't You never do. stop them from... Because I know like the Packers get mad at fans at their open practices yep. if they tweet out clips from practice. Yeah, part, I mean, part of that, part of that, like I know in Baltimore, it's like, it's like uh, if you pull your phone out, like they're kicking you out. Really? Yeah, you're getting kicked out. Wow. Football's a weird sport, man. I mean, because think about it. You don't want... This is what you don't want. You don't want somebody, maybe your defense was just on today and your defense is a couple of installs ahead of your offense or whatever and they're just picking them apart and understanding there's so much more coaching that's going on in practice versus like that you actually hear on the game day that you could get some insight for sure. He's Chris Orham, Alex Strofe. It is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Strofe and Orr for the next two days. The Bucks tip off their season tonight. It is Dame time in Milwaukee. They play the Philadelphia 76ers. James Harden not allowed on the 76ers team plane ahead of this one, uh, according to reports. The NBA now investigating this. Uh, so we oh, will uh, we will talk wild. about uh, the Bucks season tip it off at Dame time. Damian Lillard making his regular season debut for the Bucks tonight. Mm. Uh, Giannis and Dame, man, best duo in the league bar none. We talk about the excitement around the Bucks. Are you more invested because the football teams in Wisconsin aren't very good? We'll talk about that next. It's mm. Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. National, uh, what is it, Howl at the Moon Night? Oh, are you yep. kidding me? So we've been playing, we've been playing Ozzy. Uh, great tune, Bark at the Moon. Have you played that yet? Bark uh, at the Moon? Yeah, did I miss That's it? next. Nice. Great tune. Great tune. So we've been listening to some Ozzy today. Is Hope it really fire national? Up on Thursday. Howl at the Moon Night, yeah. So when we leave tonight, in about a half an hour, when the moon probably pops out. I don't know what time the sun sets now. It's been dark all day, been rainy and crappy outside. Yeah, no, I don't know. I day. go home every time, every day. It's dark now. 
Yeah. Uh, daylight savings quick. coming next week, buddy. Oh, my It's only going to get worse. Oh. It's going to be dark right now next week for yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, pretty depressing. I'm Alex Strove, Chris Orr, <laughs> the former Badger <laughs> with me. Not depressing. Suck. Prime time with us as well running the show from the Everlight Solar Studio. We were talking about sign stealing at Michigan and the nut job that is Connor Stallions uh, writing a 550 to 600 page self-titled Michigan manifesto. He's crazy. Just imagine this. Imagine if he sent 600 emails trying to beat a Michigan head coach. Imagine if he called 600 times. Imagine if he sent 600 texts. Like, imagine that, bro. Yeah. You're totally right. You're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. You don't don't need to be Blocked. Expelled. You cannot no longer be on a Michigan campus. <laughs> That's what's coming for sure. If you ever mention sure. Michigan again. Have you do you think in your lifetime you've written six hundred pages worth of stuff? Oh my lifetime, yeah. I got my masters, bro. Dude. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, What'd master's. you get your masters then? Educational leadership and policy analysis. With a focus in athletic administration. Policy analysis? Mm-hmm. So you know how to analyze Let's some policies, go. bro. I could be A D. Basically. High school or college? Both. Wow. You're an impressive fella. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I went to school, man. <laughs> <laughs> I handled my business. Uh, you, you mentioned last segment that like some guys didn't go to class. Wasn't yeah. you? Nah. You can't Even do that as an undergrad? Wisconsin. You can't do that at Wisconsin. Okay. Mm-mm. Not at Wisconsin. Some places you can. What was the longest paper you ever had to write? Longest paper? Like a thirty pager, so not even we're not even getting no, the no, ten percent of what Bro, I'm not putting a dent into that, bro. That was my capstone. So the the, the most important class you ever took yep. was a thirty page paper. Yep, Connor, he wrote six hundred. Connor, Connor Stallions wrote his life mission. <laughs> You know, he he never learned he never learned about brevity. He, he clearly know, he no. clearly wasn't a journalism Bro, major. I, I guarantee you that. When they opened up that package that he had to send that book in, they saw his name. They threw it in trash. I, I also don't think he wrote it down like on paper. Like he it was like a his, Google Doc, right? Google Docs. Yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> and he, and he called it a movement. They deleted yes. it, but he but he titled it a manifesto. It's <laughs> they deleted so, it. So strange. They deleted it, bro. So strange. Hey, they deleted it. They might have look the way we're laughing. They might have laughed like that. I would have if I'm eighty. <laughs> I would have called everybody in there. I like, what the AD. hell is this? I called the associate AD in there. The secretary. The oh, yeah, all the different ADs. Bro, y'all have to come see this. You have to come see this. Let me know if anybody reads it. I'll give you three months. You need to let me know if anybody <laughs> reads this. One. Two. If you see this man on our campus, we need to notify security. <laughs> get him off of campus. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's pivot because I'm done talking about manifestos. <laughs> Big one uh, tonight as the Milwaukee Bucks tip off their season at Pfizer Forum in, in about an hour against the Philadelphia 76ers, the James Hardenless Philadelphia 76ers. Mm. I'm curious from you, Bucks fans and, and Wisconsin sports fans, are you more invested in the Bucks regular season this year than you have been in past years? Number one, obviously, because of the addition of Damian Lillard and Giannis, and, and Giannis obviously signing his extension earlier this week, but also because the Packers stink and the Badgers are kind of meh. Mm. Uh, are you more invested in the Bucks regular season? Because I feel like I am. That's a good question. I feel like I am. Chris. I think that's usually how it works, though. I Just cheer for who's best. Uh, I mean, like if you're if your football 
if your football teams in your state are performing well, then it cushions the blow for basketball season. But then I think if they're underperforming and you have some excitement going into your basketball season, I think it makes you that much more excited, for sure, without a doubt. Year 12 in the league for Damian Lillard. Year 1 in Milwaukee alongside the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. You're a basketball guy. Uh, to an extent. You're a LeBron guy. Oh, for sure a LeBron guy. And, like, I like basketball. I just don't – there's a few things about who's it. Your, who's like. your squad? All time? Like, who's your team? On my team? I don't really have a team. Want to be on the Bucks bandwagon? We'll take you. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll true for uh, Keese. If y'all get Keese active, man. I'm a Bucks fan Mar- for them Marquise games. Bolden. Yeah, Marquise Bolden. Who went to high school with Chris. DeSoto U, oh, let's go, is, baby! Is like guy 14 on the Bucks roster right now. DeSoto U, let's behind go, Thanasis, baby! Strictly because of uh, uh, nepotism. <laughs> when, my, when, my, when, when Keese get in there, then I'm a Bucks fan. But not until Keese get in there. Yeah, not until Keese get in there. So uh, <laughs> I don't think Keese is getting Bucks, in there. I need y'all to hear me, man. If you want... Dallas, Texas to stand up and cheer for you. You want to steal? They literally some, have a team in Dallas, you Texas. Steal, you want to steal some? You Mavericks. got one of the best players in the world in Dallas, you Texas. Wanna, you want to steal some Maverick fans? Give my boy ten minutes. So I'm looking at the uh, the Bucks depth chart. Did he get cut? Because he's not I don't on know. it. Then they goes five deep at every position. I don't know. He might have. Is he on the herd? Could be on the herd. He's probably on the herd. Could maybe. Oshkosh is a good player. You know, basketball is different, bro. Basketball is like baseball, really. Yeah, he's on a two way. Yeah. He's on a two way. Yeah, so he's yeah. probably. Uh, let's he's go like up to Oshkosh. Let's go up to Oshkosh. I'll go up there. You ever been in that arena in Oshkosh? No. Nah. Have you ever been to Oshkosh? Oshkosh Bagash. Have you ever been there? Because <laughs> uh, I got stories, bro. I think uh, I think we drove through Oshkosh. But you've never like been in Oshkosh? No, no. I've never right, so in Oshkosh. Well, I've been to Oshkosh several times. So a college roommate of mine. Am I going to be? I don't be, think I've hey, ever told you this. I need to know this. Yeah. Am I going to be okay with you in Oshkosh? I ain't welcome to everywhere in Wisconsin. I think so. I think you'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We yes. gotta find out. Yeah. So the reason I've been to Oshkosh many times is because one of my college roommates mm-hmm. is pursuing his dream of becoming a professional wrestler. Oh, for real? For real? <laughs> Bro, I got DM from them uh, trying to recruit me one time. Who the WWE? Yeah. Did you play with Koi Warner? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 I played with Cole. So I grew up with him. Oh, for real? And he just, he was just at WWE. Anyway, he was like a, <laughs> he was like your eighth tight end for a couple years. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, he was like a tight end slash fullback. Um, so, well, yeah, he never saw the field, but that's beside the point. No, no disrespect, it's just <laughs> yeah. true. Um, so anyway. He swallowed up. So one of my, one of my college roommates, uh, mm-hmm. pursuing his dream of becoming a professional wrestler, mm-hmm. and, and the promotion he works for most is based out of Oshkosh. Oh, for real? So twice a year, me and a bunch of my buddies from college will go to Oshkosh, get absolutely slammed, <laughs> be one of like 300 people in a crowd, and just yell stuff. <laughs> like you, you like to use the term getting blind. Yeah. That is the time in which I get most blind. <laughs> and then we, we stay at a hotel. Uh, we stay at a hotel uh-huh. in which uh, there is a. Do you, have you heard of Grand Round, the restaurant? No. Oh, There's like a restaurant, a failed restaurant chain called the Grand Round. For real? And it's connected to the hotel. <laughs> the biggest hotel in Oshkosh. It's right by the, the, the Herd Arena. What do they sell there? Uh, burgers and I mean it's like an American restaurant. Oh, but like okay, we just okay. we just squat up at the bar and play pull tabs. Yeah. Uh, you ever play pull tabs? Yeah, that's where it, uh, you like you try to win some money, right? Yeah. There's five yeah, lines yeah, yeah, and yeah. you pull them and it's all yeah, you I've to win. Uh, I'm I'm probably a little bit 
too big of a fan of those? Those are normally in like a. I'm not gonna lie to you. Something I've kind of noticed. Those are like in good bars, like in a good little like. I feel like bar. they're in every bar in, in Wisconsin. For real? Yeah, they're I in a like lot. Like probably not the college bar. bars. But like if you like, go to like you live in Middleton, I live in Sun Prairie. Mm. If you go to any bar in either of those cities, you'll find them. I went to a bar in Middleton. They had them. I don't think you looked hard enough. I mean, I did. I definitely didn't ask for them. Um, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That is fair. He's Chris Orham, Alex Strofe. It is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We are talking a uh, little Milwaukee Bucks. We're talking pull tabs, professional wrestling. I don't really know how, how we got here. Um, but you, You're talking about Oshkosh because of Marquise Bowden. That's right. So we're going to go watch your Bucks boy. legend. We're going to go watch your boy play Bucks for the legend. Herd. He's going to come in on his two-way. He's going to relieve Giannis. Giannis is going to get in foul trouble or something. <laughs> and he's going to... No, they have a guy with the last name Anacumpo for that. That's Thanasis uh, who is incapable yeah, of making a layup. Exactly. And then he's going to get pulled and they're going to be like, they're going to have no option. That's but fair. to go with the kid from DeSoto. And he's going to turn up in there. And he's going to become a Bucks legend. Huh. You're ready to hear first. Uh, am I allowed to refer to you as a Carolina Panthers legend? Oh, yeah. Panthers legend. <laughs> Patriots legend. <laughs> You were Broncos, you were Broncos, Broncos for like four legend. minutes, weren't you? Broncos like I would say you had a cup of coffee with the Broncos. You didn't oh, have time literally. for a cup of coffee. That was a cup of coffee. No, you literally didn't even have time for a cup of coffee. And I ain't lunch. <laughs> <laughs> like they signed you and cut you within like four minutes of each other, didn't they? Like it never Basically. even hit the actual transaction wave. Like, Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a story. So, little old Chris, man, I had just got released from the Panthers. Uh, I think like a couple weeks go by. Speaking of which, when I got released, we thought Washington was going to claim me, but they didn't. A couple weeks go by, I get a call. Hey, it's the Patriots. I want to know if you can come work out on Wednesday. Here it is, Monday. All right, we're going to fly you out tomorrow. Or or they might even say, I don't even, that might have even been a, yeah, yeah. No, they called me earlier in the day, and they asked me if I can make it to the airport tonight. Mm-hmm. It was the closest airport to me, you know, Dallas, DFW, Lovefield. I don't even remember where I was at. And um, they're like, all right, we got you on this flight. We're going to work you out tomorrow. So my flight is, I don't even know, sometime in the evening. I land in New England at like 10 at night, and you got to drive to Foxborough, which is like an hour. Then you work out. You got to be downstairs at like 430 because we still had to do like COVID testing, and you do like a full physical. You do like a full day, basically like you're getting signed before you work out. So that way they don't have to deal with it after and to make sure you're healthy enough to do this workout so do you do your workout whatever they didn't sign any of us you meet with the coaches after i fly back um two days later get a call from the broncos and they're like hey chris uh this is whoever with the broncos we we want to sign you and i was like oh let's go like i don't have to work out i was like man i need to hydrate before i go work out out there like in the altitude (laughs) like i'm gonna die out there (laughs) so i'm like okay whatever like this that's dope they're like yeah make sure you bring a suit like uh coach fangio was still the head coach he was like coach fangio likes guys to wear suits when we travel and uh there was gonna be there was a preseason game in like two weeks two days or something like that so i'm I get on a, I get a bag together quick and get my suit, whatever. Uh, I'm texting the linebackers coach this whole time. Uh, he sends me like the installs up until that point, which I still have, by the way. Um, well, the coordinator isn't there anymore, so you're okay. Yeah. Well, I have Fangio's. It's Fangio's. Oh, yeah. It's true. Fangio. True. Anyway, where's he these days? Miami. That's right. Miami DC. Anyway, uh, by the way, I love his defense. Anyway, <laughs> so. 
Uh, this is how it worked. I had to fly from, in order to get to Denver, I had to fly from Dallas to Austin, Texas, and then to Denver. That, that was the flight I had. So I get there. This is like 9.30 p.m. I get on a plane. Um, as we're in the air from Dallas to Austin, they're like, hey, if you're flying to Denver tonight, that flight's canceled. I'm like, damn. So I'm in the air. I can't do nothing. I land. I uh, hit up the, you know, a travel coordinator lady. Hit her up, and I'm like, hey, they just canceled our flight. Um, yada yada. They get me situated in. A, you first class or no? Nah, nah. You're not first class, but you're you're always in like comfortable seating. Okay. Yeah, you're in comfortable seating. You probably first class like. So you're not you, in row like 36 where I'm at. Nah, nah. Okay. Nah. If you like DeAndre Hopkins, they probably flying him first class. Them guys that's like a established vet or former first round pick or former all pro whatever and they you see them go on visits they probably in first class like my brother after my brother was a second team all pro and before he had to retire with his neck he was getting flown first right, class. i love you but what's the point of the story <laughs> yeah anyway anyway my bad my bad we're getting off we're getting off schedule anyway i'm just giving people the reality of the nfl i just want to show them so i land in austin at like midnight um and I'm texting her, trying to get all this together. So she gets me in the hotel. I fly out at like six that morning, something like that. Um, yeah, something like that. I had what to they be call downstairs. a red eye, right? Yeah, yeah. I had to be downstairs <laughs> at like five in the morning. So I find I land in Denver. Uh, somebody comes and picks me up. We're trying to rush back to the facility because we're trying to hurry up and get my uh, physical and stuff done because they needed me to practice that day. Like they needed me for numbers. They needed me to practice. So. We do all that. We do my physical uh, COVID test. You get fitted. You do everything, literally. Like, there's a whole onboard, onboarding process that you have to go through. Um, <clears throat> all of that. But at this point, they're already, like, i probably say a third or way done with practice. So they're like, all right, don't worry about practicing. Just come out to practice. So I go out to practice, and, you know, I'm, like, semi-taking, like, mental notes of some of the plays that I've tried to get down in this however many hours, which it wasn't too complicated to pick up on. Uh, you just got to learn the language. But anyway, yeah, I'm trying to put those together. Uh, practice is over. We go in. I eat lunch. Uh, we have a special teams meeting. And after special teams meeting, as we're transitioning to, like, defense meetings, um, I get I get told to go back up to the GM. And at this time, I'm thinking, oh, okay, like, I must have, like, dropped my social security card because you have to have that to sign your contract all that i'm like i must have left that or left my license or something and they about to give it back to me i get up there and he like uh chris man this is the hardest part of the job i said man no way bro <laughs> i'm like no way no way no way uh this wasn't hard for you you don't even know me. <laughs> but you know they always say that yeah and then they like yeah we know you didn't sleep much uh you can stay tonight if you want. Like you can stay in the hotel that we put you up in. Like you can, you can stay tonight if you want, or like we can get you back or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, just get me back. Like I don't mind. So you were there for four hours. I spent I spent over that 48 hour period, those two days of me traveling. I spent at least 95 percent of my time traveling. Five. That's bananas. Maybe three percent actually at the facility. He's Chris Orm, Alex Strobe. Mm-hmm. It is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We got to throw some stones coming up next here on ESPN Madison. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt.
Hodge and Hamilton. Presented by Coors Light, Alex Strofe, Chris Orin for the fellas alongside Primetime Wolersheim, who's grinning ear to ear during the break. Were you on Tinder or something? What's going on back there? No, no. I'm just thinking about my manifesto that I'm going to work on when I get home. What are <laughs> my plans for the rest of the night? Don't you even know? joke about that. Lines up. It lines uh, up. He, okay. sa- he says that because Connor Stallions, the face of the sign-stealing allegations at mm. Michigan, if you're just joining us, wrote a 550- to 600-page manifesto uh, that That's he alluded to as a movement rather than a manifesto, but he titled it as a manifesto. Uh, that's what Ryan is alluding to. Nothing else uh, if you are just joining us. All right, time now to throw some stones. <laughs> the guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. No, 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 this no, is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro no, Kia of Madison. No, no. Madison's no trusted Kia dealership. Yeah, guys, time for Throwing Stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. Now, we all know sticks and stones may break our bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me. I got questions from around Twitter, probably questions about Connor Stallions, but I am a college football fan myself, and one of the uh, college football Twitter accounts I follow is College Football Home. Uh, and recently, they've just been posting photos of AI-generated mm-hmm. images of college football stadiums in like different like habitats or different scenic areas. Okay, bro, did you find the Alaska one that I was telling you about? I, what what Alaska one? I didn't see that. Bro, there's an Alaska one. It's dope. Okay, okay. So basically what they're doing is they're taking all these really iconic college football stadiums Mm. and putting them either in like a national park or a super scenic area Mm. generated by AI, all of this. So it's slightly cartoonish, but it still looks incredible. Mm. Or they're also putting like the stadiums in like the team's quote-unquote natural habitat. So for the Florida Gators, they put them in a swamp, essentially. So my question for you guys was... If it's Camp Randall, like if you could move it anywhere you wanted in Madison or in the state, where are you moving Camp Randall to for say just one week, not permanently, but just temporarily? Chris, I want to start with you. Um, and you can't say Oshkosh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. That's tough for Camp Randall. I think it's easier to move Green Bay, and the reason I'll say that is because like. You say the frozen tundra. Wait, what? like move Lambo? Yeah, I'd put it like right on the like if we were doing this like scenic. Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever, okay. Yeah, come on now, relax. <laughs> relax, <laughs> my goodness, relax. <laughs> like guys, dog, I thought we were living in fantasy land for a second. <laughs> Jeez, but I, w- I will put it on like a frozen lake. See, okay, but okay. that's where my head went with Camp Randall because you remember last winter there was this big party on the lake uh-huh. uh, that all the college oh, yeah, yeah, kids yeah. attend. I forget what it's called. But then there was also Darty on the lake. Darty on the lake. But then there was also the the um what do they call it? The dock that collapsed. Yes, do you guys remember yes. this? What? <laughs> there was a party on, on, on Lake Monona this summer and there were a bunch of college kids on a dock and it just collapsed. Oh, the wow. one right at Memorial Union. Wow. Uh, so, so was it like Mendota actually? Um it doesn't yes. matter. Yeah. You get my point. That's, that's I would I put would Camp do. Randall right in the middle of Lake Mendota. Yeah. I don't think it fits, I, yeah. but we're going to make it fit. I wouldn't okay. put it in the middle of the lake. Like with Camp Randall, I'd put it right off the edge of the lake. Like right by John right Nolan. Right by there. the terrace. Oh, no, we're, we're, I, I would we're build it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like. Yeah, yeah. I'm You're talking, talking Mendota. I'm, I'm talking, talking Mendona. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking Mendota. I'm talking Mendona, where you have that beautiful skyline of Madison behind you, uh, John Nolan. Yeah, but like the stadium's so big that you're not gonna see that anyway. It's <laughs> a fair point. You know big mean? stadium, and we don't like. That's why I said it'd be easier for the Packers because like 
the natural habitat it's for like a badger. It's a much bigger stadium. How would it be, how would <laughs> well, it be easier? No, I'm just saying the natural habitat of like a badger. It would be underground. Yeah, yeah exactly. Let's go underground then. But for a packer, like you could do oh, frozen. Well, they got the sewer systems going on. Tundra. You think you could fit Camp Ooh. Randall down there? I don't know. You have you ever wanted to go? Like I've Boy, always kind of, I've always because I was a big fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Back go, in the day. You want to go? I want to pop open a lid and go down there. I just kind of <laughs> want to see what goes on down there. <laughs> Would you do that with me? Hell no. <laughs> No, oh. I've always thought that would be kind of. I mean, it'd be grimy and disgusting. I'm but not I mean, going down there, yes. bro. But if, because there's down. like Tunnel I know Bob. You, mean, you know who Tunnel Bob is? No. Who's oh, Tunnel we don't Bob? need to talk about Tunnel Bob. Why not? Because it, it's, we don't need to bring him up. He's 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 trying to live his life. But like he goes around the tunnels. Who is Tunnel Bob? He's Tunnel up. Bob is like a University of Wisconsin legend. What? He climbs around all the tunnels on <laughs> campus. He's been doing it for like 50 years. He's a homeless man. I don't think he is. He is. <laughs> I know is for he? a fact he is, yes. He is. <laughs> well, I was no, under the impression he wasn't. I thought no, he just he, liked the tunnels. He is, he is. But he does just like the tunnels. He does. He lives, yeah, There's no excuse he needs for being in those tunnels. There's no really? excuse for being in yes. those tunnels. That's not what I was told. What you were told there wrong. Was a, I watched a documentary about him. Oh, a documentary? There's a documentary on YouTube about Tunnel Bob. He has a home. But, oh, okay. Where, where is this? Okay, it's we're getting YouTube. completely off it's track. <laughs> we were talking about college football stadiums. Like, where are we going, guys? Yeah, I, that's true. I, well, bro, I'm telling you, you got to find the Alaska one. That's where Badgers that's the best one. Badgers live underground. All right, fair. All right, maybe he, Tunnel that's Bob, true. big Badgers fan. I'll fair check enough. in on that. Okay, yeah, I want to confirm that after maybe after the show. All right, well, we're a little tight on time, but I got one quick one for you guys. So the Bahamas Bowl this year will not be played in the Bahamas. Then it's not the um, Bahamas Bowl. Yeah. So that's my question. It's going to be played in Charlotte this year because there are renovations going out the stadium in the Bahamas. Can it be called the Bahamas Bowl if it's not played there? Strofe, you start. No, Tapper. Ca- ca- call, call it the Queen Bowl. Yeah. Queen Ooh. City. Yeah, Queen right? City Bowl. Call it the Queen City Bowl or something cool like you that. You already got the Duke's Mayo Bowl. There. Yeah, you already <laughs> got true. the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Um... Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Uh, just the same way I didn't like how uh, that one year they played the Rose Bowl as a, a playoff game in Dallas. Like I didn't, oh, during COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was yeah. like easier to bubble in. Right, again. right. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like that. I feel like you can come up with a temporary name. I think that'd be cool to like commemorate the game with like this temporary name for a bowl. That would be pretty. That yeah. would be really cool. Like even if it's just once in a lifetime, like. Let the city vote on it. Do you know they played you the Rose Bowl? They played the Rose Bowl somewhere else once too. Where? Back in 1942, they played the Rose Bowl at Duke Stadium. Oh what? Yeah, because they were afraid of a uh, invasion. From Japan. Uh. It was just after Pearl Harbor. Mm. So COVID and Pearl Harbor, only two reasons. The, yeah, uh, those are good. The Rose Bowl reasons. was not played <laughs> in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> Jeez, not renovations. Get them exactly. done. Exactly. Get them done. Man, all right. Spend that money. All yeah. right. I gotta give it to Chris today. The frozen tundra on a frozen tundra. He took my question and made it better. You know that'd be dope, bro. Idiotic. All right, he's Chris Orr, Alex <laughs> Trope. We wrap it up next as we lead you into Bucks Sixers season opener here on Madison's Home of the Bucks, 100.5 ESPN. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Who are you? 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 Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Tunnel Bob! 
What are you playing right now? The this documentary? is the documentary your cousin apparently made. Bro, I'm no, so no, no, disappointed no. that He's I've like never heard it. He's like my third cousin. Okay. Um, I'm so disappointed I've never heard of Tunnel Behind. So we're going to finish. We would just watch half the night. It's, it's like an eight-minute documentary on YouTube. Yeah. We'll finish it. But yeah, he, he's, he goes around exploring the tunnels. Been doing it since the 70s. So anyway, I we were talking about, so like I want to, yeah. but it's illegal to do so. So I will never do so. But I've always wanted to. I've That's always illegal? wondered what underground is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's been arrested many times yeah. <laughs> for trespassing. Yeah. Well, I guess trip. Yeah, that makes sense. So there you go. All right, we got a minute left. I'm Alex Strofe. He's Chris <laughs> Orr. Primetime Wollersheim running the show. We're with you again tomorrow, 4 to 6 p.m. We'll talk more uh, more Packers, Vikings tomorrow, more Badgers, Ohio State tomorrow, which I don't think we talked about any of that today. Is, is Packers, Vikings as big as uh, the X? Like does it does it no. carry over to not the pressure? No, not no. here. Not no. not in this spot. The Packers stink. Yeah, I just the I'm Vikings just, aren't very good, but they got a big win on Monday. Yeah, I'm just thinking because it's like I don't know. I feel like it's one of those rare situations where the college rivalry can carry over to professionals. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. So we'll talk more about that tomorrow on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun one today. We kind of went all over the place. We did. I'm looking forward to you having lasagna soup for the first time. Ooh. What, yeah, do you, what do you have to say? Is, You're holding brother. your phone? Uh, so some more news coming out about this whole Michigan sign-stealing saga, uh-huh. um, actually just in the last five minutes. TCU coaches learned from other staffs about Michigan's, quote, elaborate sign-stealing before last year's college football semifinal. TCU changed signs but used dummy signs to trick the Wolverines. Coaches tell Yahoo Sports. This is from Ross Stellinger of Yahoo Sports. So the sign-stealing actually caught mm. up with the Wolverines in the college football playoff. This It just keeps getting better, guys. That's, that's what I'm saying, though. About that's what I'm saying, that it doesn't really matter. Like, it has no bearing on the game, bro. I'm no, telling you. It doesn't. It, it just means if you stuck with it and you let them kill you, you're a lazy coach. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, looking forward to chat more with. <laughs> Who sings this? I don't know. Eddie Money. <laughs> we'll talk more with Chris Orr tomorrow. Big thanks to Ryan Wollersheim for holding it down for us. Betting with Bruss tomorrow. We'll throw some stones. Mm. We'll go pole dance and we'll talk Packers, Vikings. We'll talk Wisconsin, Ohio State. That's at 4 o'clock. Tomorrow we'll talk to you then. Peace.